This is the Podcast Serbia Blacklist Podcast for this week's episode, Dr. Adrian Shaw, number 98. And I'm Brian, with me is Dave. We're a little behind, but we're catching up. I was unexpectedly, well, I was expectedly out of town and unexpectedly uh, didn't uh, prepare to do a podcast while out of town, so we're recording this late, but... It's all his fault. It's my fault. But it was a uh, episode that we certainly expected uh, what we got from it. It was a... Well, a part we, one of a two-parter to go into a finale, and we knew we'd get a lot of setup and no. Yeah, we uh, they've done this a couple of times yeah. where they had uh, the one where a wrestler got shot in the leg, and we both kind of grimaced at that a couple of years ago. And yeah, um, about this time of year they do that. Um, so with this pseudo, you know, cliffhanger. Yeah, I mean, it gives you a little bit because it wants you to be, but it gives you a little bit in the form of a question so that you'll have to come back and find out yeah. the answer. And we got yeah. plenty of that. Uh, but I don't know what you think of it. I, I actually kind of liked it. I didn't think it was a terrible episode. So who, which one was the blacklister? Was it the corner or was it Adrian Shaw? Well, that's the thing. Yeah, the, the, the like he, it was confusing because he presents, I got a blacklister for you. I'm like, oh, here we go. It's the corner. Who the hell's corner? Yeah. Where did, <laughs> The corner, he's the blacklister, but he's he's got three minutes of screen time. Right. Uh, what a waste of James Hong, by the way. Yeah, no, agreed. Because uh, the, he, he's one of those guys that could have been a great all-episode oh, guy. Oh, he could be an ongoing uh, villain for an entire season. Yeah. He'd be a better Berlin. He would be a better Berlin just because of the ironic name. Right. Uh, um, you know what I mean? As opposed to we had Russian being Berlin, but right. but this guy's uh, such a cool actor, and he he was a waste in a diner scene or something like that. Yeah, um, great scene. That was that was a good scene. So how, in that scene, they're all in there. They're ready to go. All the FBI's are in there, and so they, oh my goodness, Red's here. How did he get in? And none of us noticed he was in here. Right. Nobody noticed Red two booths away. <laughs> And Navabi walks by that booth too, I think, to get there. And she didn't even pick up on it. Yeah. And, you know, there's also, I mean, he made mention of the uh, the guy from the, the Irishman that was in the, the booth as well. And he made it sound like he was kind of a badass and might potentially be on the FBI's most wanted list himself or somewhere in that, you know, at least top 50 ish type, you know, Interpol type thing. Right. We'll just let him go. Yeah, it's yeah. Uh, just going to let him go, and nobody noticed that he's in there, you know, because I'm sure they scanned every single person going in and going out, as they do. This is what, you know. It, it was Well, they needed to know that their undercover agent was safe, and they wanted to be aware of everything that was going on in there. So, yeah, it was it was unusual. And they certainly, I, I certainly liked Red's way of introducing himself, though, to the crowd. <laughs> just starts talking loudly, and they're all, like, listening in on their mics. Wait a minute. Yeah. That's Reddington. <laughs> but, Yeah. I yeah whatever. Uh, it was it was just a vehicle to get to this Dr. Adrian Shaw and to learn about this coroner a bit. Who's your? You know, he's just he's your. You know, puts you into witness protection when you can't go to somebody for proper witness protection. Yeah, I don't know. I I honestly I was kind of let down by the episode. You and I are usually in, in pretty good lockstep on on these, and I was like, eh, yeah, on well, this. Oh, you know, that stuff I didn't care. I, I liked more of the finally you're starting to address what you've been teasing all season and well, you know, you know I, the thing is uh, the teasing all season and, and we got this couple episodes ago and i think we may have even mentioned it and one of the first things i wrote down is why have they not yet done another dna profile right <laughs> like they had him there and they did it 
he's he's been in he's been in the post office for at least a day mm-hmm. um you know you get the impression he's been there for a couple of days because mm-hmm. uh, um, she's gone home and gone to sleep and come back and yep um it was long enough that they kind of went okay you know it, it's okay you can go talk to him he's not gonna bite you through the glass you know and, and um, when they he, did the actual dna t- profile of him at the hospital i mean it took a while to do it apparently uh because there was this uh well this staged bus accident called uh, it yeah. I, I oh god i knew that was a <laughs> yeah yeah what i what i didn't see although i probably should have is the uh the the love affair between him and whoever do we have a name for for i don't uh, know her name no i don't know um okay yeah this the his this uh, person who's his you know number one in command or number two in command yeah I, I don't know who she is and she's been uh fairly prominent and fairly annoying I, I w- I'm waiting for her to end up being one of uh, uh on Red's payroll. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, no, I don't, I don't think so. Um, it was uh, I mean, there was kind of an interesting thing in there with with her that she, my prediction, Kirk's gonna die. Yes. My, that's my prediction. Kirk's going to die and she's going to become the next villain because Kirk is honestly going to try and leave everything to Liz. And and uh and future Mrs. Kirk is not happy. Kirk's going to die by her hand. Oh, I think so. She's like but, I can't let you ruin all I can't let you ruin all that we've built and but he's given it all to Liz for, you know. Right. So uh, she'll uh, stop that from happening or whatever. Yeah. Uh interesting. I don't know. I don't know. It was a little. The, then they went off on the the South American gun runner type thing, uh, or right. the, the the cartel thing, and went into a whole long elaborate thing on that, uh, where they weren't prepared for this person to try and run. Um, to right. have you know the other couple of agents standing behind her, going, "Yeah, no tase." Um, yeah. Although great, <laughs> great line, great line. You're not supposed to have guns at school. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> I just. I am I'm woefully amazed at how well I'm amazed at how woefully unprepared they are every week. Every week. They, they, why, why don't those two learn? They're they're, um, they're horribly dumb every time they do something like this. Yeah, wouldn't you have the school kind of even undercover surrounded so that if she tries to make a run, there's somebody out there that could stop her? But no, you always got to go into this thing with the two of you. Or when you go with tons of people, it's usually you end up at a place that's you know there's nobody there. Like whenever oh, they no. do bring a SWAT team with them, so that that should be our clue. If they have a SWAT team with them, nobody's going to be home when they do their raid. Oh no, they would. They took a SWAT team into the boat, and dumbasses split up. Yeah. <laughs> in this one. When I love how they said, and and you've well, and you've searched there. my whole boat and found nothing. Well, obviously they didn't because they missed a whole half of the boat. I know. <laughs> I'm thinking to myself, how did they miss this? I mean, that, I, there, there's this huge lab in there. How did they miss all that not being there? Yeah, especially you know. when Red said, "Do you have a helipad?" Which means I'm going to get you off. So there's no way that they've had a chance to unload yet. And, oh yeah, and nobody said, "Oh, uh, they know about it." You got a helipad. Maybe Coast Guard's kind of watching your boat at the same time. And psh, hey, this is Coast Guard one. Well, actually, it'd be Coast Guard two because Coast Guard one means the president's on board. Sure. But hey, sure. this is Coast Guard random number here. Uh, we just noticed a helipad take off. Um, do you want us to pursue? No, no, no. It's okay. It has nothing to do with our with our search. Yeah. No. Nothing. <laughs> Oh, incompetent FBI strikes again. <laughs> but, but did you ever see, there was a movie called uh, Panic Room with, uh, yeah. with Jodie Foster. It was Kristen Stewart. It was like, may have been her young, first movie. Young Kristen Stewart. Uh, yeah, yeah. Where I didn't realize until years later that that was a girl. 
Um, Agreed. I, I really I actually thought, thought my, my memory of that movie was that was a boy. Yeah. And, but yeah. there was a scene in there where she's walking through the house when they when they first discover the panic room and she discovers it by realizing that there's this large gap of negative space between these two rooms. Something's not right. And the, and the realtor's like, good eye you have there. Yeah. Wouldn't you do that in a boat too? Um, sure. <laughs> you know, I mean, it's, I mean, I guess you can get a little lost in there, but at least some of those FBI guys are probably former Navy men or Marines that know how to do that kind of stuff in close quarter combat. I mean, not yep. an uncommon thing. Um, uh, yeah. Bad. Ba- it's like, seriously, bad FBI, Re- bad FBI. Um, and did you, did you think we were going to get more out of the, what, what was that dude? Like an orderly? The one that held the, the scalpel to her neck. Yes. That, he kicked her forward. He somehow not managed to not scrape her neck. Um, yeah, I thought. Yeah, I thought we would go back to him at least at some point, and it, like he was the real bad. Because I was actually under the impression in the beginning that he was the bad guy. Agreed. The way they presented him in the, he was the one behind the glass, and that the Adrian yeah. Shaw, the lady, she actually looked like she was reporting to him. Yeah. Uh, but Never no, it's it was the way really clearly. Mm-hmm. Um, but I, I guess know. she's going to be some person that's. I, I'm, I'm trying to figure out what her value is, because it, it can't be to prove the DNA test through a DNA test that Kirk is not the father, because that was already done. So, well, what what now, is her role? We've seen the day. The, there's there's been two DNA tests, and they're wrong. One of them is wrong. Right. She had it rerun again the second time, but. We already know that uh, Mrs. Future Kirk has done a whole bunch of staging. Do we have any reason to believe, and you think that she may be the one that kills him, any reason to believe that she doesn't have control of the lab at the other end and is sending false results? It's possible. She is, is it being changed, but it's not Reddington like Kirk believes. It's future Mrs. Kirk that's doing it. It's true. He was really trying to sell that Redding, You know, He was angry because he was angry. He believes it. He 100% believes it wholeheartedly. He believes he's the father. That's not yeah. a up for debate yeah. with his belief. He's not trying to pull one over, especially if he knew she wasn't, he wouldn't be pushing so hard to have this be the option for his cure. Uh, yeah. Cause, cause it wouldn't uh, work. Yeah. So he, he, he certainly believes it. They did make the mention of, well, DNA test cause the DNA test, I guess that Liz saw, which I still can't believe that they're buying into this. I mean, it was a piece of paper that easily could have been forged as well. I can uh, make one. Right, I can make one right now. And she was so certain about that one, but then the explanation was given to her. I guess she was talking to Tom about it, that uh, you know DNA tests weren't as reliable back then, I guess. So this one was taken back when she was a child. I don't think uh, we've... Uh, it must have been. I mean, 30 years old, so yeah. Yeah. Uh, so they weren't as reliable back then as they are now. They look at so many different factors, and that's the thing that they were trying to... There's my DNA test right there. You just wrote one. I there am you go. your father. <laughs> <laughs> I love the video. I just wrote a DNA test. It's Brian. I am your father. <laughs> it's done. It's real. I've seen it on the internet. I know. <laughs> but then she. Because <laughs> it was written in pencil. But then, yeah, but then the hospital goes ahead and does this test and they rerun it. And not only do, were they not a match, but that, you know, he was definitely not the father. And I'm waiting, I'm waiting on this scene like next week, like, Anybody realize that we just had this massive bus bus accident and nobody's bleeding? Right. Huh. <laughs> Gunfire starts. <laughs> yeah, I mean it was a real bus accident, but they they got you know six guys were able to sneak in on that bus, and then all of a sudden, like in plain sight, 
change into their uh, attack. Uh, EMT and or, or yeah, in, into their undercover look. I mean, they could have just snuck in there anyway. I, I, I it's amazing that they had to infiltrate in this fashion uh, to yeah. distract the hospital to go in and ex uh, extract uh, Kirk. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know, but I, I do like that. Where they're going? I mean, I never believed that he was the father. I think that's going to actually hold true. I, I don't think that he is, because uh, because it it resolves too much of the show. The one thing the show has going for it is that it hasn't told us anything yet, and this is like one of the big keys to well, the show. Who her father in is has been going since the first episode. Yeah, since yeah, absolutely. Much. I mean, it, it, it's been, you know, other than Red saying, I've never lied to you, Lizzie, and she did ask him once, and he said no. Yeah. That when they were over the phone with each other. Unless he goes into, and and unless he goes into this, anybody can be a father, but it takes a real man to be a dad type thing, you know, <laughs> which he, which he kind of touched on. It feels like he's kind of doing that. He kind of did that like, a couple of episodes, like, you know, anybody could be a father. I, I swear he said something along those lines in those words in one of the last two episodes, not this one, but. Well, yeah, uh, he, just because he was there doesn't mean he raised, just because he helped raise you doesn't mean he was your father or something like that. Yeah, too. something like yeah. that. Um, yeah, I'm not I, sure how they're going to spin that one, but I, it's it's certainly, I, I don't think that he's the father. I don't think that, I think it's, especially if he's going to die, or maybe that is, let's just get that out of the way, and now we'll move on. Maybe, like you said, she, the evil assistant lady is the, uh, one who got the DNA test to say no because she kind of wants him to die so she could take over the organization because she obviously doesn't like how he's handling it. Yeah. You know, he, he keeps he, saying, you her. need to trust me, and she's obviously doesn't. You know, they she com has commented in several episodes about how they've, you know, they've built so much and now, you know, with their assets are frozen and they're pretty much down to nothing. Uh, yeah, he, he, he's ruined it all over this. Button, uh, yeah. Yeah. So what he needed to do is he needed to get caught because they're all their assets are completely frozen. Get caught, get his transfusion, make the U.S. government pay for it. <laughs> Just say one way or another, my assets are paying for this, right? right. <laughs> He'll pay for it from my frozen assets. <laughs> you pay for this; it's all there. Um, but so, but it's setting up for next week. Uh, yeah, we're going to have the big. So what? There'll be a big confrontation or something. Oh. All right, there, Mister Science Guy. This this CRISPR thing. Um, what is this thing that she was developing in her lab that she was working on? Some some new form of Cocoa Krispies or something? Or I don't uh, know what she was doing, uh, but she was developing some the, sort of the cells heal themselves. Yeah, and 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 this maybe is what Red wants her for, and he's created that perfect lab for her to work in, so that he could. He can cure Kirk and now have him in his debt. Kirk's not the kind of guy that would do that. Be like, yeah, you, you fixed me, thanks. Well, you that's know. what I mean. So there must be something else that goes to that. I mean, Red doesn't do it because that would be too easy for Red, and Red doesn't want him alive unless Red needs him alive for something. Because yeah. we we have heard Red say he wants to be the one to take him out, and he had that opportunity last week and didn't. Uh, so there there must be something more to it that Red wants. So I don't know. We'll see. The one thing I do know is that Dembe is better at highlights puzzles. <laughs> I wrote that down too. That scene was hysterical. That was my favorite scene. Uh, maybe since the show has started. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it was, it, it was, hang on. And he was 
dead serious too. He's like, hang on, I gotta find the sailboat. It's right there. It's like, ah, the, the butterfly. No, it's just it was so funny. And it was, I mean, it wasn't a he, he like he doesn't try and do that that type of uh, I don't know pregnant pause type thing with Dembe. There's no point. He does it with right. lids. He does right. it with rest. You know, like I'm going in for dramatic effect. You know. There was no reason for him to do that with Dembe. And Dembe's like, seriously, come on. Yeah. He was dead serious. And that, as a character <laughs> thing, it's hysterical. They, they um, always have great interactions. And that whole scene was great that they're just sitting there in this little waiting room looking at the highlights. And <laughs> Oh, my goodness. A magazine that I think everybody has had. Had least, a subscription to at some point in their life. A subscription to, yeah, yep, as a yep. child. Yep. And he had his story in the beginning. Uh, one of our listeners uh, had commented on Facebook about uh, maybe Liz breaking character during that scene because she kind of was uh, seemed to, I'd have to go back and watch that scene, but it looked like she was maybe kind of chuckling a little bit. Well, she was kind of like, fine, I'll bite. I mean, it was kind of like, <laughs> right. I have no idea where this is going. I, the whole lionfish spearfishing thing, like, uh... And sometimes I, he tells I, these I, stories and they have like a loose connection. But this one really came right back, and she knew, you know, she actually understood the connection, said it, and, uh, you know, so you expect I'm going to save Kirk, yeah. and he's, yes, you are. Yeah. And then, you know, she even admitted, you know, Red, Red predicted this, and he was right. Uh, here I am, I'm, I'm going to do it, or I was almost going to do it. You're, you're going to help him escape. Right. Um, how far ahead does Red know? I mean, he, he basically went, uh, okay, you're in the hospital, you need to get out now. Like, he knew... Everything that was going on. This is he's always two to three steps ahead in his chess game. Um, so like he knew this was going to happen before he even knew. But once he told her, or she told him that uh, Kirk knows I'm not the his daughter. Yeah, he immediately switched. You know, the 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 whole reason you're safe is because he believes you to be his daughter, and so, which is Red admitting that Kirk <laughs> believes. Yeah, she he's the daughter. So that could take us back to. It could take us back to what, what we've been wondering. Why does Kirk believe this so much? Because he really does believe it. And Red now has admitted that he knows he believes it. Yeah. And now that it's been outed that she's Red, not. Has Red accused him of lying to her about that specifically? No, I don't think so. And especially the way he said that to her. Yeah, you know, The whole thing was that he believed you were his daughter. That's the whole reason you're safe. That's the whole reason Agnes was safe is because he believed that there was that family connection. He, yeah. he, he knows that's no longer true, which makes it, you are not safe. Uh, so that's actually an interesting way to look at it then at that point, because red though knows the truth, um, couldn't convince Kirk of the truth. Which, yeah. which again could go back to Red has the affair with the mother. The daughter is Red's. I mean, I, I, I still don't even believe it's that. I have no idea. But, Do we ever determine who who she shot? Well, that's the other thing. I mean, she because we got four fathers we got to track here, <laughs> potential fathers or whatever. We got we got Kirk who may not may or may not be. We got the guy who Liz shot in the and had was involved in that day in the fire. We have Sam, who was the dad who raised her, which this week was like the first time she's referenced him. Yeah, in a and long that was, time. Was adopted father. Yep. That was that was the man she calls dad. Dad. Yeah, but it was it was neat because we actually haven't talked about him in two years. 
and, Pretty much. Uh, and 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 so that was brought back up just to kind of remind us that there was this other guy there and that but it was kind of there it was the way she said it was uh to make us all wonder well, who's she talking about oh yeah sam my adopted dad and yeah. then there's that potential that maybe red is the father so we got these four guys i think we're all fairly convinced that red's not yeah I mean, they keep trying. They, they keep selling it. Like I said, they've been overselling this DNA test and overselling that Kirk is the father so much. You wouldn't oversell it without having the actual reveal. They're overselling it to make us think it, it's that way, just like she does, so that they can pull it out from us. Um, right. And we thought we knew who it was. And oh yeah, you shot him. Oh okay, that was the reveal. Uh, right. So uh, okay, what's who's who's she got to shoot this week to be a non-reveal? But but that's the thing, and she's only mentioned that once to Red, and and wouldn't allow Red to explain himself because she said, "You told me I killed my father in that night in the fire," and that was that day when she because she threw the DNA test at him when he was in the church or whatever. Yeah, and he just decided, you know what, you're you're too emotional, you're too upset. I'm not going to explain this to you right now. And she just he, I mean, he didn't say that to her, but he just that's what his that was the impression I got too. And and he just let her go, you know, have her little tantrum about it and go. And he didn't explain it, but he knows who that guy was that got shot. And maybe that right. guy is actually the real father. Yeah. And I don't know. I don't know. I, I, I think what's going to happen this next week's episode is that we're going to have closure on Kirk in it, it'll, it'll, this will all finally be defined. Kirk. Yes. I don't know that we'll have closure on, you know, who's your daddy or no. future Mr. Kirk. But we'll, uh, I but, think we're going to have future Mrs. Kirk for the rest of the season. Probably right. Yeah, that makes sense that they can transition bad guy of uh, story arc bad guy to her. Yeah. But I think we'll have a closure on Kirk uh, as a character and that he is not the father. Yeah. And then we can move on from that and still have that mystery of who the father is. Yes, to Papa. I'm good with that. What else do you have? Yeah. Anything other? Uh, uh, so we heard about uh, Tom's mom again. Yeah, reference. So it's one of those kind of lightly bringing it up just so people remember because as we i mean we know that they've signed for a pilot a spin-off series yep. for, yeah with with uh mom and tom yep uh mom and tom's adventures and it was uh, interesting kind of how he brings it up saying that i turn my back on her and want nothing to do with her which means that pilot will be her enlisting him for something that she has to have him be a part of and that's how he gets in yeah but we're good with that I don't know how we'll handle that. I mean, it's going to be canon, so we'll, we'll probably have to mention it, but I don't know if we'll do a separate show for it. But maybe we'll probably uh, keep up with it, we I will. guess, just so that we're aware of what's going on, because I have a feeling there will be some crossover that might need to be addressed. But so, probably not to the extent, probably to the extent of like you have like the Chicago Med and the Chicago PD and F Fire doing I don't their thing. I don't know how those piloted off. The, the big pilot in, in major series I can think of was NCIS to JAG. Which was it was a JAG episode that that spawned NCIS and NCIS was, has done that with its other sister shows, yeah. As well, uh, yeah. if they did something like that, we would you know we'll we'll figure all that out. Um, but they, I don't think that they, yeah, I don't think they will borrow story arcs. But I think there might be crossover episodes where something you know instead of having that, uh, they'll have that double episode two parter or something like yeah. that. They'll, they'll have one of those a year because why not? You you got to tie them in. Because yeah. otherwise, Tom's you know because Tom's still going to be a character in the main show. You know, he can't just disappear entirely into this other show. 
Got a business trip to Paris. Got a business yeah. trip to Algiers. Yep, but he's also a dad. You know, he's been selling that dad thing, and he's going to be there to be that dad. Yeah. <laughs> so we can't have him leave this show entirely and stop being the dad. Uh, yeah. So we'll see from there. But yeah, there was the mention of that. What else? Uh, what else do I got in here? Uh, got a lot of philosophical stuff on this, but I don't remember where. I just wrote down very philosophical. <laughs> um, I'll see you in dance class some more. I love how he has an entire. They have two. They have one conversation where they're saying two completely different things. Uh, and Samar did look good. She did. Yeah, um, yeah. That was uh, maybe the best I've seen her, short of the one flashback Mossad episode. Right. Uh, um, uh, let's see. Are you sick? You have no idea. Great line. Great line. <laughs> uh, they're not going in pairs. So. <laughs> Uh, so, and just to, so I had to, uh, because of our, we'll call them technical difficulties. I had to watch this episode today. Uh, today is Sunday. And just a funny thing that happened that made me laugh a little bit of fun here, um, was right after the, um, immediately following the, you know, uh, the, the, I'm not, I'm not the daughter type thing. I'm not your daughter type thing. Right. You know, what commercial came on online. What's that? A pregnancy test commercial. I swear <laughs> to God, it was, it was uh, clearable, something like that. Uh, uh-huh. I, I can't read my own handwriting. Just thought it was funny. So a little bit of interesting. I'm like, really? Did did they plan this? Uh, and the funny thing is, is when you if did you watch television online, um, it's always the same commercials every break. Yeah, they give you the. It's, you know? it's this this episode is brought to you by online streaming online by whatever. Yeah, I, 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 yeah. Uh, so it's the same three commercials every break, every break, every break. Uh, this one only showed one time. So I almost wonder if it was planned by the network or, or online or something like that. That's it was funny. the only time the show was immediately after that line. It That's was, funny. I was, I was laughing hysterically because it was so funny. I bet it uh, was. I bet that was staged. Uh, that makes perfect sense that they would do that. So that means that the online CBS it was or NBC.com online, you know, dot com writers are better at continuity than some of the actual blacklist writers. That's some of the show. <laughs> <laughs> <You're>... <laughs> okay, I think we're done here. <laughs> we probably are, but uh, it was um, like I said, it wasn't terrible. Uh, I, I I didn't. Um... I didn't hate what they did with this episode. It was what we expected. They were going to do a, uh, a, a give us some teases because it's a, it's a two part finale. It's Adrian Shaw is the name of the next week's episode conclusion, uh, at least according to IMDb. So it's it's going to conclude with that. We'll, we'll likely find out what her role is in this little lab that Red has uh, got for her, and yeah, who knows? I mean. I I saw that there I saw the teaser trailer for it, but I didn't really pay attention to it. It's like I'm not even gonna speak to it. So if you've seen that, there's probably something in there that tells us what's going on. Um But yeah, it, it's interting though that one once Liz uh, t- uh one of our listeners on Facebook, Tom, mentioned once Liz had found out that the DNA test was wrong, she still kinda hung around the hospital. Why is she hanging around you know, the hospital? There's still a case going on, right? Um, that she's involved with. So, 
But why is uh, she hanging? Because obviously she's back in the FBI. We've been talking about this. Why is she allowed in the post office? But she's, you know, Red's bringing her blacklister. She's going to the post office to explain to the crew, here's our next blacklister. Here's what we're doing. So she's obviously back in the force working. Who's got the baby? Tom's in the hospital at one point, too. Where's the baby? Well, she's still in, aren't they still in that uh, little protective house? From they they until, said they were moving out. They said they right. were. I'm, I'm assuming they hadn't yet. Seriously, your baby's been gone for like six weeks. And it can, are you letting that child anywhere? Yeah. I don't care. Even gone for six weeks. You're a new parent. Yeah, you're going to the you post office. You, you, you got a little you know, baby carrier you thing. Boz, and... <laughs> you let Boz change the diapers on, on that baby. Uh, <laughs> you come back, that baby be changing itself and cleaning out its own weapons and little baby girl got a ponytail and a bit of van dyke goatee and everything going there a cigarette in her mouth or something <laughs> you know, that would be awesome actually drinking an mgd they um, should have done that for the halloween episode dressed up the baby like boss <laughs> <laughs> you know you know what we have it they every once in a while you'll get that kind of goofy episode even in some of the serious shows they'll do something they silly do one, or, or like they like Bones. Bones is always a little silly anyway, but they had like their their crazy Christmas episode every year that was just completely off the wall. Or the the one uh, where they, they were all daydreaming that they worked at a nightclub or whatever. Motley Crue was in there. If you ever saw that Bones episode. Oh, I do was, remember that. Yeah, yeah. Uh, uh, <laughs> like they need to do something like that just to completely have a little fun. Sure. No bearing on anything. Actually, no, you make some bearing, but it's so subtle in there that everybody complains about. Yeah, you uh, can sneak in your fun moments. Uh, uh, well, no, I mean, I mean, like there's something like you, like Liz's real dad shows up through that whole thing somewhere, but you don't realize that he's the bartender or something, you know? <laughs> um, yeah, that's, they need to do that. All right. To. CBS writers. <laughs> CBS, NBC writers. NBC. <laughs> I was thinking, uh, NCS and Jag earlier and I was yeah. trying to remember that work they were on and there's CBS, but yeah. yeah. NBC writers. Let us know. NBC writers. We'll make your fun episode. For uh, Christmas time. All right. Well, let us know what uh, else you think. Uh, some good conversation this week on Facebook about it. Definitely join us there. But uh, email us at blacklist at podcastturbia.com. Uh, on Facebook, uh, just search for podcastturbia or Twitter at podcastturbia. Let us know your thoughts and ideas. And uh, yeah, we can uh, discuss that there. Let us know what you think about what the finale is going to be about. And once the finale happens, talk about it then uh, immediately. And we'll see if we can uh, discuss in the show. So. That's it for me, Brian and him, Dave, and we'll see you next time. Good night, everybody.